Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Blind Entrepreneur. I'm with Joe Lara, aka Puzzle Boss. He's 25 years old, he's from Texas. He's an artist, entertainer, commentator, and professional video game streamer. You can find him on the likes of YouTube and even Camcord, playing games like Puzzle and Dragons, Blade and Soul, Counter-Strike, and many more. Joe, Puzzle Boss, I'm gonna go with Puzzle Boss because that's just a little bit cooler. Puzzle Boss, how's your day going? Tell us, uh, answer the first question. Tell us about yourself. Who are you and, and what is your story? Well, first off, my day's good. Um, didn't think we we're going to be doing this today, but you know, it kind of, I think like I like the spur of the moment type of thing. Um, who I am, pretty much just some random guy from Texas, a little podunk town in the middle of what feels like a desert. Um, I was born and raised in a town of 10,000 people. There's nothing there at all. So there's nothing there just to, but to play video game, just kind of make videos, be creative. So it's kind of where my happenings and startings began and other than that you know i was um an art major uh, i actually a psychology major with uh, art for secondary you know i've always been in art my sister like art runs my family my sister's really great at it she's like award-winning i'm award-winning uh and i like video games so kind of eventually just kind of put these things together and just kind of made something out of a game that people liked and it just kind of grew into what it is now yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, streaming, video game streaming has taken off. I mean, where where do you see, um, you know, where do you think that the video game streaming industry uh, is currently at? Do you think it's at its height? Do you think it's plateauing? Uh, it's slowly growing because, you know, a couple of years ago, we were like, if you say streaming, people can like think, oh, you know, you're streaming Netflix or you're watching YouTube or something. And now it's just kind of streaming is a day-to-day -day conversation piece where, Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch somebody stream on Twitch or on Camcord or whatever. And you know, even now with video games being recorded, like tournaments and stuff, these huge high dollar tournaments, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for this and this, and uh, even ESPN taking on some video games on TV, not like actual TV instead of uh, just some website. Um, it's still growing. You know, certain games might be dying off or plateauing, but uh, it's still growing, in my opinion. Very cool. Now, tell us where your passion comes from. That what was that first video game where you're like, holy crap, this is it? Probably the original Halo on Xbox One. Uh, my brother-in-law, I had never played video games that much. I mean, you know, here and there, I love video games, but never really had one that I was just addicted to. Like, I need to play this every single day and forget laundry and do everything else. Um, uh, he just kind of put it on the hardest difficulty, and I sat there for like 20 hours just playing this with him and. From there, you know, I just wanted to play the next game. Like, what are the games you have? You know, what else can I play? And then, you know, years and years pass, technology gets better. And then eventually we get to mobile games, and that's where, kind of where I stay still. It's kind of weird, you know, mobile games. You're making tutorials. You're making videos. You're streaming a phone game. You know, phone games from 2006 or what, like, little bejeweled games on our flip phones and <laughs> little weird things like that. Sure. Now, to the people who have absolutely no idea about Puzzles and Dragons, is which is your your main your main game correct is that the yeah yeah tell us a little bit about what this game actually is uh and and just try to explain it as easily as possible because i'm sure a lot of people might get confused i watched uh i watched our our mutual friend play the game and it took me a good uh a good hour or so to really understand what the hell <laughs> so um think of a board filled with little circles of different colors and you have a team of monsters that uh, you find along the way on your journeys and every time you connect uh, let's say you're connecting red orbs the red monsters are going to attack 
pretty much do this over and over again, collect more monsters, and just kind of do harder stuff over and over again. That's it in the easiest form. You're explaining it much easier than what the Pokemon <laughs> is. It's a lot of movement and a lot of people. Them. A lot of people say bejeweled with Pokemon, uh, so right, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, sure. it'll be easier. I dig that. Now, um, you know, you talked about Halo briefly being like that first game. Now, did you have any other influences growing up that kind of told you, say, hey, you know, like I, you know, you like video games? Was it like a, uh, was it like a, you went to that as a gateway? Uh, for stress, or was it just something that you were just totally into uh, when you were when you were playing the games? Um, well, you know, it started off um, a kid that didn't have any kind of technology in his life. You know, we're kind of uh, lower tiered in the family zone and everything. Um, so, you know, when we get a handle on a new video game, it was kind of just like the entertainment that I had because I didn't really like watching TV all that much, and I still don't. Uh, and then, you know, if uh, if parents are fighting or something, you just kind of find that way to escape, you know, kind of escapism. And then, you know, I always play video games just for that. And then uh, stress from school and everything. It really was just my escape just to play a video game, just have to leave this life alone and go to a different life, go to a different world and just kind of do your own thing over there. Interesting. So, I, and I feel like that's a lot of something that a lot of people can relate to as well. So, oh, yeah. And, and so, you know, being a... You know, you do you do professional stream, uh, video game streaming full time. Tell us a little bit about the struggle of like, what was that moment when you're like, you know what, like I can record this and I can get a lot of views and help a lot of people. What what was that that process like? Um, it it gets to a point like when with Puzzle Dragons, I was just playing the game. You know, I was working a night job. And it was just kind of a time waster in between all my breaks and stuff. And then I just kept playing and kept playing it. Eventually, I left that job. And while I was searching for another one, I was just, you know, I, I just kept getting more into the game and then more into the game. And then I realized, you know, hey, I bet there's people on the Internet that can uh, tell me where to go from here because I was completely lost. I didn't know. And then it turns out that there's only like a couple people just kind of, hey, just do this over and over again. And it's like, nah, that's not in-depth enough that's not really a tutorial you're not really helping people so it just kind of made sense that someone needs to step in and make a tutorial make some progress in helping people mm. and so how long did it take you to to get to where you where you are now oh goodness um puzzle dragons came out in 2013 maybe 2014 i'm missing the dates here but it's, i've been pretty much playing for three years already and uh, probably two years, and I'd say maybe six months this entire time playing the same game. And that's kind of like a record for me, too. Usually, you know, new games come out. You kind of get kind of bored with the old ones. Um, but uh, just helping people and being creative on the process it kind of um, helps spark that every single day. Yeah. Now, how long do you think it took in, in order for you to really start to get traction? Oh, yeah. I completely missed the question. Um, to get traction, um, well, to even start up, it took me a while because I didn't even have a computer. Wow. I had a laptop from like 2004 that you turn on, it would take like 20 minutes just to load, and then the programs would be so slow, it would take like seven hours to render a five-minute video. Um, I did that for maybe six months until I actually got enough funds to make a computer. But after that, uh, I had started six months, and then I think maybe eight months to a year later on is when actually people started saying, hey, I know this guy, I like your videos, I like your stream, you know. took a while. (laughs) And so... You go, you know, knowing that you it took. Uh, I mean, six months is pretty putting out what content every single day, right? Um, maybe three or four videos a week. 
maybe a little bit less here and there, just depending on what's out. So this is more like a marketing question because for for content marketing, there's so much content out in in the universe. Uh, there's people like yourselves doing other games. Uh, you know, there are marketers like like me, for example. You know, trying to push out content for clients and things of that nature. What do you find? Like, what's so what's so specific about your content that people really, you know, relate to? Relate to or are like or, interested in or, yeah or that you, you can go either way um if i play a game that's kind of super mario you know all the dungeon all the uh, levels are pretty easy but for a game like this or like um counter strike or something that's really high skill level i think they come for the skill i'm not like the best player on earth of course but i do have skill level that kind of resides over a lot of people other other people's skill levels you know there's people that are just starting out that they do one combo on the board you know uh, and I can do maybe higher, like than eight or seven, um, and they just kind of want to see what I do, so they can kind of mimic it themselves and try to get better for themselves. So I'm learning, even if I'm not doing an actual tutorial video. Interesting, interesting. And and so, how long are your your videos that you see getting the most amount of hits and clicks, or do you just find yourself going live where you get the most interaction? Uh, it depends on the game, really. It's completely okay. up to the game um, because sometimes, you know, there's an event for, like right now, there's an event from the 29th till maybe I think the 16th. Uh, pretty much a two-week event every two weeks, pretty much. Um, if there's anything, like, like nothing out for that week, there's just nothing to record, so I don't really record that much because, you know, I am a player still, so I do get bored with the game uh, if there's no content out. But usually uh, when there's an event, I see a higher spike of uh, views just because, you know, that's what's current. Mm, okay. And you're going when you're when it, when you're going live on Camcord. Is Camcord your primary or yes? Is, yeah, when you're going live on Camcord, obviously you're using the website Camcord in order to uh, promote. Um, but you know, on an average basis, like how many people do you see yourself you know commenting and talking to and and, and watching you play on a daily basis? Um, it's still you know with that event thing. Like if there's a uh, it's called Godfest. You know, you're, this is a uh, daily, uh, not daily. It's probably a bi-weekly thing. It happens one time every two day, uh, two weeks, maybe twice a month, um, and pretty much it's a way to get uh, kind of gamble on getting some better units in the game. And usually you'll see a huge spike of people, like hundred plus, maybe sometimes even two hundred. I've seen a lot of people in stream just to see people gamble their money away. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So people definitely like the RNG aspect of that. Now, you know, when it comes to to gaming, you have a process. Um, obviously, you you have a really good microphone. You have a really good video camera and a boss computer. Um, <laughs> what if you if you were to give advice to somebody that's just starting out, that is trying to um, start their video game your streaming career? What would you what advice would you give uh, to somebody who's just trying to make it, just like you? You don't have to have the best hardware. You do not have to. I mean, a lot of people think, I need to buy a $2,000 computer right now. I need the best gaming headphones. I need the best monitor. And that's not true. Like I said, you know, I was working on that really crappy laptop that it would overheat after 20 minutes and had to be constantly plugged in. And that's, you know, how my startings go. And I would just tell people just find a way that works for you and keep with it until you can upgrade certain things to make it a little bit easier. Because in the end, you're not trying to make the videos run better on better hardware you're just trying to make the videos be how you want them to be 
you don't want it to be you know somebody else's videos like I never tell people exactly how I do my process of making videos and stuff because if they do it it's gonna be the same video there's no point for me to do it and them do it at the same time you know so I just kind of give them advice on how to get there how I started finding stuff to do mm-hmm. and and what did you actually do uh, in order to like what were some of the things that you found not I mean obviously don't tell me your secret sauce but, <laughs> but what, what, were, what were some of the things that you know the people maybe the people that you've watched or the things that you've seen um, that you've collected throughout your years of, of, of streaming? Um, it kind of goes to the uh, thing, like a, an influence of mine. Um, there's a couple channels on YouTube that don't even play this game. It's just, you know, fighting games or uh, even just random vlogging people. They're just kind of like, I like how they talk. I like how they do certain things. I like how they edit videos. So it just kind of went through Googling a whole bunch of stuff, YouTubing a whole bunch of stuff in these programs. Oh, I need to buy this program to make this kind of cool thing. And then, I don't know, it's just Google. It's just so, so it keeps everything together, you know. If I don't know how to do something, I can just go Google it. And then um, if I don't have problem, if I have too much problems with that, just use a forum. And then there's always a way to find everything. Mm-hmm. I think I missed the question a little bit, but. No, you're good. Oh. You're good. No, and. <laughs> You know, if you were to look, let's just say, five years into the future, uh, where do you see the video game industry uh, headed towards? Um, more being on actual like national TV, more in the household of people that didn't even know this kind of lifestyle existed. Um, just being more mainstream overall, because you know these, like, like I said, there's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar, I think, CS:GO tournament. A couple of years back, might have been a different game, but um, that's a lot of money. You just don't kind of gamble money, and uh, you know, football people they make so much money. You know, you see people gamble on poker. This is kind of the same thing, just with a video game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people play video game poker and they win thousands. Yet, that's not really a popular thing yet. You know, like super popular in everybody's homes and everything. But I think it's going to get more to where people are always like even elderly people are starting to stream now. I know a 60-year-old streamer that plays puzzles on Dragons and Streams. Nice. That's kind of like, That's oh, interesting, yeah. That's cool. Um, it's going to be more household for sure, absolutely. And and so you uh, had the prestige honor of being selected as one of the early adopters of uh, puzzles and Dragons, and you, uh, you actually got flown out to California to to play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what was that? What was that process like? Or you know, what what was going through your mind when you got picked for something like this? Uh, well, they told me like two months before. Like they they announced, you know, the tournament was happening. You know, the people they announced the rules, what was going on. People going to California for the game, um, and they kind of teased it to me ahead of time, um, just because I do talk to the developers of the game, and they just kind of said, "Stay posted" or "Stay uh, keep stay posted" or something like that. So I was just like, "Oh, I'm probably gonna go to that, aren't I?" Um, and that's that's kind of cool because you know after all these videos and just kind of hanging out and talking with the devs, they kind of just know who I am mm-hmm. just based off of a name that I just made for making videos. Um, but I actually did not fly out to California. I took a train ride for about forty one hours oh, both wow. ways. I'm not a flyer. Okay, definitely not a flyer. So <laughs> I, I always want to be on a train too. So me and my girlfriend went on a train. But nice. Uh, the whole experience, oh, that's crazy. I've I've never been out of Texas besides once to New Mexico. So oh, that must have been a cool it was, experience. Yeah, it was crazy. I definitely had some fun. Want to go back again soon. Yeah. yeah. What, what was special about California? It's different than Texas. The area we were in, there was a lot of gamers there, and it was just kind of like, oh, hey, I, we can just I can sit down with anybody and talk and just 
have a conversation about video games. It's so weird. Um, I go I keep going back to CS:GO, and which is this is even the craziest thing. It keeps blowing my mind. And I, I told my girlfriend about this when we were there. It was the last day when we were going to head back uh, back out to Texas, and we're in our hotel, the Marriott. We go down to the lobby to get our Uber ride to the train station, and we see one of the top teams of CS:GO just sitting on a bench, just hanging out. Nice. Just like, oh, okay, this is people everywhere over here, just kind of you know <laughs> people I've seen, I watch, and kind of idolize almost, and just kind of hanging out over there. Yeah, that's yeah. Interesting. No, that's, <laughs> hopefully you went out to him. Oh yeah, we talked to him for a little bit. Just oh, uh, that's cool. Kind of told them, you know, because I think there's a new tournament coming up, which kind of wished them good luck and everything, because they were they look super busy, you know, had papers all over the place. So I was like, oh, okay, well, won't mess with them too much. But so, you know, let's just uh, in in an ideal world, um, yeah. What is your definition of success? You could either answer that question in a philosophical life way, or your definition of success as a streamer. Um, people think of success of like, I have enough money to live comfortably, and that's never been my definition. Um, it's more of like whenever you get to a, a place in what you do where you're completely happy, when you can wake up and just get to work on doing what you love, that's success in my book. Mm. Even if you're making five dollars a month. Uh, $2, you know, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're happy with what you're doing, eventually you'll have success in the actual monetary meaning of it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's well said. I mean, you, you sound like a, like a guy who, who just loves video games and is able to do that. So I would definitely say you're, you're, you're there, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're successful because uh, not too many people uh, are able to do uh, are able to say that they're doing what you're doing so I, I applaud that you are like uh, you know you and and uh, many of the other video game streamers out there are pioneers in the sense of like new age entrepreneurs uh, you yeah. know, people like you know like myself for example who who creates a product and, and a service but then there's people like yourself that's literally using themselves as you said entertainer and artist commentator uh, and promoting products or services or you know whatever it is that you're doing. So there's this new age of entrepreneurship that's happening, and you're definitely on the forefront of it. So congratulations to you. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing, you know. Uh, whenever I was growing up, obviously there wasn't streaming around or anything. So now it's just like, hey, we're just gonna make our own TV show. It's what it feels like, you know. You have your own TV show in front of a live audience. Sure. Um, definitely something that's. Uh, it's still growing for sure. Yeah, no, it's great. And, and and so I have one last question for you. This is more of like a, a homey, homey type of question. <laughs> it hits home. Um, you know, so the, the, uh, imagine you just had the worst day of your life. You know, let's just say, you know, uh, camcord shuts down for an hour or something. <laughs> Knock on wood, of course. So you're having the worst day of your life. And, you know, your head's down. You're still trying to figure out a way to focus and crush it. Um, what is that one food that will not only <laughs> make your day better but put you in higher spirits? A food. Um, my mom's an amazing chef. Ask any of my friends. Uh, they'll come over and instantly raid our fridge for any leftovers. Um, she makes this, I, it's a Spanish dish. I don't know exactly how to say it in Spanish, even though I can read and write Spanish. I can't say it. I can't speak it. It's kind of weird. Um, it's uh, chopped up chicken, you know, kind of shreds of chicken and some red sauce. It's kind of like enchilada sauce and some white rice on the side mm. with some fresh homemade tortillas. I don't know. It just, it's a good dish and I can just, I'll eat so much of that. I don't eat, um, 
I eat about one plate, you know, trying to watch their weight, trying to be more healthy nowadays. But with this dish, oh, pick out every day. Yeah. I could do it every single day. Yeah. Nice. Very It'll cool. definitely lift my spirits from a bad day. Nice. Uh, it, it's cool, uh, you know, especially with Texas. I was I was expecting, you know, just some of the, uh, the typical, like, barbecue type question. But I... Uh, I don't I, like barbecue, actually. All right. All right. I do barbecue. Nothing better than a home-cooked meal. Oh, yeah. Um, Puzzle Boss, if you could just tell us a little, a little bit about where people can find you, where people can connect with you, where people can watch you, uh, you know, do what you do best. Everywhere. I have Everywhere. everything. All right. That's, a, that's actually tied into, yeah. Name them out. Name them out. YouTube, uh, slash Puzzle and Dragons Boss. I didn't have Puzzle Boss in my mind back then. It was Puzzle and Dragons Boss. So uh, camcord.com slash live slash Puzzle Boss. Uh, I think my Facebook's like puzzle.boss.5. All right. Um, PuzzleBoss1 at uh, Twitter. Uh, PuzzleBossX at Instagram. I always have to have that one number or something. Everyone always has PuzzleBoss. They took sure. my name from me. I have to buy it from them. Uh, pretty much everywhere. I literally have everything. And I even have an email just to talk to people. Like I have my email posted on my videos. So if somebody needs a question, just message me. If you even have a bad day, message me. I don't really... I'll talk, you know. Cool, man. And and so just so everybody knows, uh, all of your uh, points of contact will be on the show notes, so they'll have direct access to you. Uh, Puzzle Boss, it was an honor. I really appreciate you talking, <laughs> taking the time and talking to us, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Of course. You too. It was really fun. Absolutely. <laughs>